Welcome to the RV Rental Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Maxson, and I'm thrilled to guide you through the journey of launching, growing, and managing a profitable RV rental business. Welcome to the RV Rental Secret Podcast. This week, I'm going to be sharing a training that I previously did with our franchisees called How to 10X Your RV Rental Business. I did this training because I read the book 10X is Easier Than 2X by Ben Hardy, and it really resonated with me. I actually had the pleasure of hearing him speak two times now, and I really felt that the 10X philosophy could really work well for RV rental businesses. So this week, I'm sharing part one of the 10X Your RV Rental Business training. I hope you enjoy. So let me go ahead and get started. So the topic is 10X is easier than 2X. If you read the book, great. If not, you're still going to get a lot out of this training. So Gar and I, we actually saw the author of 10X is easier than 2X in Mexico when we went to the Mastermind in Paradise. And he really spoke to me. He has a couple different books, this one, and then what was the other one we got? I can't think of it off the top of my head, but like I, I read it and it was like, he was speaking directly to me. So I thought it was really powerful and that's why we wanted to share it with you. So in the introduction, Ben spoke about Michelangelo creating David. And one of the things he said is 10X is not about more, it's about less. And Michelangelo had said that he removed everything from the marble that wasn't David. So, you know, just think about that, that you're adding more and more to your life or to your business. It's thinking of what can you take away that's not part of, or that shouldn't be part of your life or your business. And it's not about quality, or I'm sorry, it's not about quantity, but quality. So again, it's not just adding more and more but you want to have stuff that is high quality and that's going to make your life or your business better. One of the quotes that really spoke to me is every time you go 10X, you consciously choose to live your life at a particular level or standard, no matter how abnormal or seemingly impossible. You choose the standard, you commit to it. Your life as you choose, transforming yourself and your world through commitment. So. You know, the book talked about different 10X stages within your life. And, you know, thinking it at first, it's like, oh, well, you know, I haven't done anything that transformative. But when we listened to him speak, he had us write down, you know, where where we've been and how far we've come and thinking all those 10X jumps you've made, you know, so getting married, becoming a parent, becoming self-employed, that was huge when Garth and I, or especially Garth, when he quit his full-time job to go all in on the business. I mean, that was definitely a 10X jump. Um, You know, so if you didn't, I would sit down with a piece of paper and think of, you know, where did you, where were you 10 years from now? And then where are you now? And then where were you one year from now? And where are you now? And just, really see how far you've come. You know, life gets busy and you don't realize what you've done. So putting it down on paper can really help clarify that for you. 
Chapter one was the surprising simplicity of 10x growth, and it really focused on the 80-20 principle. I'm sure you've heard of this before, and there's even a book about it, I believe. What's it called? The Pareto principle, I, I believe. So 20% of your focus is producing your best and most desired results. So going 10x requires you letting go of that 80% and going all in on the 20%. So does that make sense? You want to focus solely on that 20% that's going to get you the results. And that's really what the whole book is about and what it focuses on. So 2x thinking is working in the business. So that's you doing all of the things. You know, with RV rental business in particular, like if you're doing the inquiries and you're doing the cleanings, and you're doing the intake forms and the walkthroughs and the deliveries, that's you working in the business. So 10X is working on yourself and on the business. So reading the book and being involved in the book club, that's working on yourself. You know, it's trying to develop different uh, mindset and growth. Journaling, that's working on yourself. And working on the business, you know, putting effort into learning more about marketing or customer service, just taking like a step back and doing things that will help the business as a whole, not anything that feels like you're putting out a fire, like something that needs to be done immediately. That's something that's probably going to be you working in the business instead of on it. So in this chapter, they talk about Linda from Keller Williams, which is a franchise. So I thought this went really well, you know, with what we do. So the way she grew her business is by using who's not how's. So if you didn't read the book, what that means is instead of learning how to do everything herself, she hired who's which were people that already knew how to do it. So she could spend that money to get someone in there and do it for her rather than her taking the time to learn it herself. So this is how she 10X'd her growth because she wasn't doing everything herself. She had people to help her. What she did is she eventually started recruiting the best agents in the city and building a powerful culture within her franchise. And she ended up getting commissions on all the agents in addition to her own business. Um, after that, her next 10X growth was becoming a regional owner. And then she owned part of the stake of the franchises that opened in her region. Um, so I know Gar talked to some of the franchises about this recently. And this may be where he got some of the idea, even if he didn't initially realize it, but it kind of plants that seed in your mind. Um, so, you know, right now, many of you are very successful at your own franchise. So if you 10X that and think bigger, you know, what if you, instead of just owning your one franchise, purchased a territory? So, you know, Mike right now, he has my... Cap, he purchased my capital district branch and then he also owns his own Syracuse branch so say he wanted to own the whole territory of New York he could you know have additional franchises open up in New York State and by owning the territory he would then get a portion of the income or revenue that's coming in 
from those rentals. So it's just something to think about. Like, don't think that your end goal is just the franchise. There's so much more that you can do. You know, I know in the story, she had franchises through like three different states. She had this huge region. And, you know, once she got them all up and running, she was just basically receiving the money from all the other franchises working, you know, so getting your business to a point where it can run without you, and then you can go ahead and start additional franchises, or you can, you know, purchase a region or territory and then sponsor people to, you know, start a franchise in that area. And then you can, you know, get some of the royalties through them or commissions. I'm not really sure, you know, how it would be structured. But just, you know, thinking bigger, thinking 10x. So some of the discussion questions, since no one's on right now, we'll still go over some of these. So, and kind of relate them to the RV rental business. So the first one, and these were some of the journaling questions as well. So if you did the journaling, you can kind of go back and see what you wrote and compare it to what, you know, I talk about. Or if you didn't read the book, you know, you can do the journaling now and work through that. So what is your 20% that if you went all in on, you'd become 10 times more valuable and impactful? And you can take that, you know, personally or professionally. So, you know, if you went all in on your family or all in at your church, you know, how much more powerful and impactful and valuable would that be to your life? What are the few things you do and the few people you work with that produce most of your success and excitement? So think about what you do on a daily basis. You know, you might be taking inquiries. You could be, you know, doing the cleanings, doing the deliveries. You know, what is it that you do that brings you the most excitement? And what are the people around you doing that, you know, is their calling? So for instance, you know, say you don't like doing the cleanings because, you know, I'll be honest, I didn't like cleaning 20 units every week to, you know, go back out on a rental. So, you know, I got to the point where I hired a cleaner and that was their business. So, you know, it was what they knew how to do and that was their calling. That's how they made their money was cleaning, whether it be RVs, houses, you know, vacation rentals. So by me letting go of that 80%, and I'm kind of jumping to the next one. What's your 80% that's keeping you grinding away and distracting you for your bigger future jumps? So if I continue to do all the cleaning, you know, that's my 80%. It's taking up my time, my energy, my focus. And by me hiring that out, finding a who to do that, then I'm, you know, helping them because that's their focus and calling is their cleaning company. And then I'm able to take my time and energy to focus on other things. You know, so for me, the 20% was, you know, finding more consignment units, you know, reaching out to smart matches and, you know, campground owners and getting my name out there and trying to get more rentals and building relationships my 20% was better spent on those things than cleaning a camper. You know, anyone could clean the camper, but only the owner of the franchise is really going to make a difference and build those relationships with people in the community. So chapter two, 
10x the quality of everything you do. And I like the quote of how this started is how you do anything is how you do everything. You know, so just think about that. Like if you're in a bad mood, you know, like everything you do throughout the day, you're just miserable. Or if you're happy, like even if something bad happens, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like you're good, you get through it. So how you do anything is how you do everything. I just, I know it's so simple, but I feel like it speaks a lot. So with that, this chapter focused on elevating your standard and 10xing yourself. So that involves a process that Dan Sullivan, he's the creator of a lot of these processes and Ben Hardy actually wrote the book for him. So Ben Hardy was the who for Dan Sullivan and he wrote the book based on Dan's processes and, you know, information that he's evolved throughout time. So he uses the 4C formula, which is commitment, courage, capability, and confidence. Okay, so I just wanted to kind of read this so I got it right. So nothing happens until you commit. As you commit to a specific standard far above your current capability and confidence, it pushes you outside your knowledge and comfort zone, which is the courage. Through courageously adapting toward your commitment, you experience as many losses and failures along the way, which you can utilize as feedback and learning. By adapting and applying your learning, you develop capabilities and skills you previously didn't have, which you would not have developed without having made the full commitment. Commitment leads to mastery, wherein you normalize the new standard. At this level, you have reached a higher degree of confidence. So that's how those four things all come together. You know, and when you think about it, it's so true. When you really focus on something and commit to it, you know, you gain that courage. You know, take working out, for instance. You know, that's a common example. When you commit to working out, you know, you might be kind of nervous to go to the gym the first time. You don't know what you're doing but you're courageous and you go to the gym, um, you know, and then you learn how to use the equipment and it's making you capable. And the more you learn to use the equipment and do the exercises throughout the gym, that's how you gain your confidence, you know, so that can work in any part of your life or your business. Another great, great quote in this chapter, in all aspects of life, the competition is highest for average goals. With unrealistic, impossible 10x goals, the competition is the lowest and the excitement is the highest. You stop following the crowd and shift towards quality rather than quantity and stop competing with anyone. So the first thought that pops into my mind is the Olympics, because obviously, um, you know, any of those athletes are on a completely whole nother level. You know, they're not trying to you know, compete with the average person. They're going way above and beyond anyone's average goals. You know, to most of us, those goals would seem completely unrealistic and impossible, you know, to go to the Olympics and do the, you know, sports that they do. You know, on a more personal level and something that's more, you know, relatable maybe is like Garth and I, one of our unrealistic, impossible 10X goals you know, is to own a campground. And again, like the competition 
is a lot lower of there's not, you know, tons of people out there trying to buy a campground because it's so much money, you know, it requires so much capital and time and a totally different way of life, you know, so you, you think of these different 10x goals that you may want in your life, you know, and you can really see how this rings true. You know, you're, you just, you know, stop competing with what anyone says or, you know, tells you to do or what you should do. And you're just really focusing on that one goal that you want to have. So also in this chapter, they talk about the four freedoms, which is the value and quality of your time, the value and quality of your money, the value and quality of your relationships, and the value and quality of your overall purpose. You know, so it's not just having a bunch of money. You know, what does that money do for you and your family? What does it mean to you? What can it give your family and yourself in time? Like that's really the most important resource that you have. You know, money you can always get more of, time you can't. So think about how you're spending your time. You know, is is it doing what you love? Is it, you know, doing it your unique ability, which we'll talk about in a little bit. You know, and just making sure that, you know, the quality is there. You know, you want to make sure that you have the quality of good relationships. You know, you don't want to have relationships that are just transactional. You want them to be transformative. You want them to not only help you, but you want to be able to help them and give something back. And then, you know, the value and quality of your overall purpose, you know, what do you want out of life? What do you want out of your business? You know, and think of that. Don't, you know, just have small goals. You want these big 10x goals that are going to change your life, change your family, you know, change the world possibly. So I just, I don't know, I love this book because it just really makes you think of that and open your mind, you know, and you really want to go for these four freedoms. You know, if you had enough money to not have to worry about paying bills, you know, you didn't have to worry about spending 40 hours, 60 hours working each week, you know, then you would have more time. And then what would you do with your time? If you didn't have to worry about the money, you know, you could go after your relationships and focus on those. You can go after your overall purpose and focus on, you know, your mission or your faith, you know, or any, anything that's important to you that you want to put your focus on, you know, and help others. So I just mentioned your unique ability. So defining your unique ability, the basis of unique ability is to continually be conscious of the activities and settings you like and that energize you and the things that you don't, you know, so I talked about it a little bit earlier, where, you know, what are you doing on a day to day basis? Okay, you're taking inquiries, you're taking customer phone calls, you may be cleaning campers, doing deliveries, doing walkthroughs, which of those items do you like, and energize you, you know, in our business, Garth and I, you know, we're a team, I did the inquiries, He, you know, worked on the maintenance of the units and did the deliveries and the walkthroughs. And we kind of, you know, separated out our unique abilities, you know, and focused on what activities we liked more than others. You know, I I can't say that all of it energized us, but it was definitely something that we enjoyed more and were better at than if we had switched roles. It would have been horrible. 
So your unique ability is how you create value and wealth that is unique and specialized. It's your radically unique way of doing what you do such that no one else can compete with you, even if they wanted to. So I think about, you know, this in the rental sense, think of all the different franchises and how different we all are. Everyone kind of has their unique ability or niche. So with, I think of Christina, you know, being the add-on queen that she's sometimes called, like she's gone all in on that and giving her customers, you know, above and beyond experiences or add-ons to make their vacation even more special or more convenient. And that's what her branch focuses on. You know, then we have Dathan who goes all in on festivals and Gabby, you know, she's all into NASCAR. So even though we have the same exact franchise, the same model, each one of us has a unique ability in that, you know, and doing what we love to do, you know, and can really have our unique ability within that. So your unique, your unique ability is your unique vision and your purpose, your why. Um, so, you know, why are you doing this? It could be, like I said, for your family, your faith, um, you know, building wealth, um, you know, so you can change your family. And when you embrace your unique ability, work becomes play. You know, so like I mentioned before, I'd like to think that when Gabby's doing the promotions that she does at NASCAR, you know, there's a lot of fun involved in that. So she's embracing her unique ability and then she gets to have these awesome experiences and meet these drivers and interact with them, you know, so you can think of fun ways to do stuff with your unique ability in your business, you know, to to go above and beyond and 10x your business, you know, make it more fun. So once you, you know, find your unique ability and really hone in on that, you know, what you want to do after that is mastery. So in order to master or be a master at something, you want to be increasingly honest with yourself and other people about what you want most for yourself and your life. You want to expand your vision and think exponentially bigger for yourself about what you can be, do, and have. You want to clarify your ideal future self and think what would they be doing. Like I mentioned, like my ideal future self is to be a campground owner. You know, so when I think of that, it's like, what type of campground do I want? How do I feel when I'm there? You know, what activities am I doing there? And then having that 10x future, it's how do you get from here to there? You know, what skills can I gain that's going to get me there? So you really want to clarify your 20%. And that's the activities that you should go all in on and then let go of the 80% who can help you do the 80%. You don't want to figure out how to do it yourself. You want to find someone that can do it for you. So, you know, some of the great examples of that is cleaning. You know, a lot of you don't have the time for that. Finding drivers um, for deliveries or pickups. You know, if if you're not certified or you don't have the time, you know, finding someone to do the maintenance or repairs on the units, doing the exterior cleanings, that's usually someone else then, then would handle the interior cleanings. You know, so really, I suggest writing down all the activities that you do on a daily basis 
and circle the ones that interest you, that excite you, that you feel like is your unique ability. And then the other ones, you know, see if you can find ways to replace them. Maybe you can hire someone to do it. Maybe it's something that doesn't really need to be done, or it could be something that's automated. You just really have to, you know, kind of do a time audit, see what you're spending your time on and figure out how you can make it better so that you're not doing all this busy work and really spending on time that on things that are important in the quality items instead of doing the quantity. So, you know, what do you think is your unique ability? Like I said, there's that little exercise you can do with writing everything down to try to find it. What is the unique value you provide to others, which no one else can? What is the 10x jump that excites you most, which we requires you to go all in on your unique ability to realize and what is the 80% of your life that keeps you busy but unproductive because it's keeping you outside of your unique ability so I mean again like just it jumps into my mind like cleaning like anyone can clean the camper you know it doesn't require any special skills that's something that you need to learn to let go of. You know, I I know I've had cleaners that don't clean the best and I go in after them and it's not done the way I would have done it. But still, even I might spend 10 minutes, you know, fixing things rather than spending an hour or two cleaning the whole camper. Um, you know, so getting rid of those little things um, that are time suckers, you know, can can be great. Or maybe for you, you know, you feel like you're getting great reviews because of the excellence of the camper and the cleanliness and the quality of the camper because you take such good care of the maintenance and cleaning. Um, and if that's what you love to do, then that's fine. You can go all in on that and then find someone to take your inquiries for you. I hope you got some actionable items from this training on today's podcast. And if this really resonated with you and you want to dig deeper into this 10x philosophy, I actually have a 10x workshop created where you can watch the video version of part one, and then you'll also get the video version of part two. And along with that, you'll get access to journaling prompts, and I'll even mail you the hardcover book, 10X is Easier Than 2X, so you can read it in its entirety. So I hope you will check that out, and I'll go ahead and link that in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys again next week.